The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Um, one of the things that's so useful about this half day is we have this nice long stretch of time when we get to uh, see what's coming up or what's happening with us and we get to see maybe how it differs from the beginning of the day, the half day until the end or from the beginning of a sit or a walking period till the end and through the middle of it. So um, there's all this opportunity not only to notice what's happening or to keep returning to the attempt to notice what's happening because our minds can drift off. Um, But we also get to notice how things shift. Maybe we can feel them shift while we're sitting or while we're walking or from the beginning of the day to the end. Maybe they stay the same. Maybe they're pretty steady and we get to see and be patient with the steadiness of whatever we're present with. Um, Sometimes we get to see things end, come to an end. And so in addition to noticing what's present this morning or what you're experiencing, I'm going to give a little bit different kind of instruction and invite you to notice what's not here. So what's absent, what's fallen away, what's stopped is sometimes useful too. So I'll say a little bit about that. Um, The Buddha gave us this instruction or this uh, framework for meditation practice that you'll hear called the Four Noble Truths. It's just a really big perspective. What are we doing here? Why do we come here? Um, For many of us, we came here first because we were having stress or some struggle in life or some suffering. We came here to find some peace from that or some way of working with that. And so the first truth is there's suffering. So we know that for sure, right? There's stress, there's trouble in life. The second uh, thing, perspective he gave us was there's uh, a cause. So that's actually good news. If there were no cause for it, we could have no influence over it. It would just be a lifetime of suffering. But there's a cause and we can, as we do this, practice being with things as they arise, as they are with us, as they pass and when they're gone, we may gain some wisdom about what those causes are. And by studying, we gain some wisdom about what the causes are. Then the third thing he pointed out was it can come to an end. It can come to a complete end. Um, and it also can come to these momentary ending points. These It's called cessation. But That's why I'm inviting you today to notice when something comes to an end. That's really interesting, when it's gone. Um, And the fourth thing he pointed out was the way to go from suffering to the end of suffering is a set of instructions called the Eightfold Path. So for the past uh, several years, I've uh, been co-leading the Eightfold Path program with several other people. And I've been struck by something as I've done that that the instructions always start with each of the path factors with noticing basically the presence of the suffering, the presence of the affliction. And the Eightfold Path Factor is the practice of coming to the end of that affliction. So, for example, and each of these path factors is called right this, right that. And right means not right versus wrong, but the right tool for the job. So right view was what I just described to you, those four perspectives. Right intention is that we have to notice or we get to notice whether we have greed, 
uh, ill will or any cruelty going in our life. And then we get to bring that to an end. So it's so interesting to me. Of course, there are positive virtues that come after that. Positive virtues like generosity, kindness, compassion. But first, you know, the Buddha was called the great physician because he first wanted us to notice what ails us. What is the illness? What are we suffering from? We have to notice illness before we can diagnose it and treat it. We have to know what we're suffering from. So noticing what's present that is afflictive and then noticing when it's not here and it's not afflictive can actually help us in this practice. Um, So I'll give more uh, thoughts about that later. But for now, um, don't worry wherever you are with this. You know, if you're in a part of your practice where what you're noticing is difficult and the mind is just really beset with difficulty, affliction, you know, whatever states of mind that are not pleasant, that comes first. We've got to do that first. We've got to become experts actually at that. We've got to really, really know how we struggle know everything about how we struggle before we can begin to find the causes of it and find the end to it. So don't worry if that's what ha- what's happening. If you notice something, drop away. Even from the beginning of this sit this morning, if there was something that was, you know, maybe when you sat down your body was tired or maybe it wasn't comfortable or maybe it was, you know, maybe your mind was distracted with what you have to do today. A lot of things could have been present that maybe during the sitting you notice, hmm, they settled down just a little bit. Or maybe they settled down a lot. So that's the process I'm inviting you into this morning. And I hope you enjoy it, whatever comes up.